This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. shifted us to another place altogether, hasn't it? Wonderful stuff. This morning we take a further opportunity to preview Dunedin's third annual New Zealand International Early Music Festival, which runs from this Friday through the 10th of March. Uh, the theme this year is the Baroque area, and we've heard already about uh, Purcell's Dido and Aeneas uh, to be staged by the Little Box of Operas under the direction of Jenny Birchill and musical direction of David Birchill. But joining me now is... Uh, once again, uh, the organiser of this wonderful festival, Christopher John Clifford, and the voice, uh, the person behind the voice you're hearing there now, Dunedin-based soprano Sophie Morris, one of the star performers in this Sunday's concert, We the People, music from colonial America. Good to see both of you with us this morning. Thanks for joining us on the awesome morning show to have another look at this wonderful festival. Thanks, Joe. Sophie, good to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You've um, stepped out in a, in a pretty diverse range of settings over the last uh, year or so. You had your Sophie Goes to Broadway show last July. Uh, you were aboard the Mariner on the Milford <laughs> Sound as a special fundraiser. That must have been pretty amazing. Yeah. You've performed at the Ol- at Olveston, at the Glenroy and places like that. This concert is another setting again, uh, another area of exploration, I suppose. Uh, tell us... Uh, what attracted you to be involved in this uh, Sunday's concert, We the People Music from Colonial America? So I guess the main attraction, uh, obviously it's something pretty special for the city, early music um, happening every year. It's quite unique, the music that's being presented. So for me it was something to come back to early music. I'd done a little bit throughout my studies at university and never really any American early music, which is what we're focusing on. So it was really to take that opportunity and get immersed in a different different kind of music. Um, you know, as someone who uh, has an interest in the area, what does uh, this festival on the calendar in Dunedin mean for, for you? Um, I think it just means a really special chance to get involved and to work with some great performers. We've got national and international people coming to the city, so it's a, it's a privilege to be involved in that. Let's take a look at the concert itself. Paint a picture for us. What are we, what are we doing when we're exploring this music? So we're taking you back to the 1700s, so colonial America, so we'll take you on a bit of a journey. Uh, you can expect music from Scottish influence, so a little bit of folk song, and then also the Baroque American music. 
Tell us about the people you'll be performing with. So we've got a number of performers. We've got Laura Rubenstein Salzero, and she's coming from San Francisco. Brandon Letterby, who's coming from Portland, and then Douglas Muse, who's very well known. He's based in Wellington. Christopher, um, obviously delighted to have uh, such uh, a wonderful uh, lineup for this concert on Sunday. Tell us uh, you know, what your approach has been to bring this uh, to uh, Dunedin. Yes, well, I was in America last May, and I met up with Jonathan Salcedo, who's the, the father of Laura. I was at college with him over 40 years ago, and we did our first concerts together. He's a harpsichordist. So when I heard that his daughter was, was playing Baroque violin and had been to the top school, Juilliard, I thought, hmm, interesting. I think we must get this young talent over here. <laughs> and they said, yes, of course we want to come. And uh, Brandon, too, play, who, who plays the Baroque oboe, he also makes oboes. So, I mean, he's pretty talented. And they're, they're both around the 25-year-old mark and just making their mark on, on the, the profession. Sophie, what works will you be performing? Uh, so two main works we have are the odes. So we have um, the anniversary ode of the Tuesday Club for the year 1750 and also the same so anniversary of the Tuesday Club 1751. So they're quite big works in themselves. And then we've got some of the folk influence that I'm singing part of. So we have Hooli and Fairly, When Chloe We Pie, or um, we've got Orpheus and Eurydice. So quite quite a mix. Now, I don't pretend to know a lot about these works. I have to say that, stick my head up and say that. So what, you know, from your point of view, Sophie, what um, what is the character, what is the character of music of this time for you? I feel like it's quite intricate music. Um, some of it's quite delicate. It's lovely mm-hmm. to listen to, lovely mm-hmm. on the ears. It's not hard listening, um, but quite specialised in a way and overall really lovely. But, Any, yeah, I remember yeah. people didn't didn't have televisions then, so what did they do? They got together and they made music, and, and, and that was what was happening at that time. So they were bringing their sort of culture from different parts of America, or uh, if they were immigrants as well. So very much kind of a, a, a folk kind of influence, if you want to put it that well, way. Well, well, yes, it was a beginning of, of that sort of era, I suppose, yes. Sophie, does um, what does singing this work... Uh, require a view that perhaps other works don't? <laughs> uh, I think it requires a certain quality of sound and tone. Um, some of it you want to be quite light. It's not It's not grand operatic sound. Uh, so I do think, to me, it feels like it, it takes... You want to have try and have a bit of finesse when you're singing it, you know, but good flow, good overall line, and yeah. And the venue for Sunday's event is... All Saints Church. Okay. Have you performed in there before, Sophie? Uh, well, quite a few years ago, just just probably one song, so never never a, a full-on concert. So it will be really nice. It's a, it's a beautiful space, yeah. We're just a couple of days away now, uh, Chris, from this whole thing getting underway. Um, for those who have yet to touch base with the festival in terms of uh, what it's going to provide, uh, this is... Your opportunity, I guess, to sell the festival to Dunedin and uh, and talk about uh, not only this concert but but some of the other highlights as well. Yes, well, there are many highlights, beginning obviously with with the opera, which begins on Friday uh, with a little box of operas who are going to be forming Henry Purcell's iconic opera, Dido and Aeneas, 
and local soprano uh, uh, Lois Johnston is is Dido. And we move on from there to uh, in Mr. Bird's chamber with the rare birds. Uh, that includes, to a, a very special Elizabethan afternoon tea. So that's worth coming for alone, apart from the music. Uh, then in the evening we have We the People, which we've just been talking about. Then on Monday, definitely a big highlight, uh, Heavenly Concertos for Baroque Trumpet, Violin and Oboe. And for that, uh, we have uh, John Foster, Baroque Trumpet, coming especially from Sydney. He's one of the world's experts on playing uh, Baroque music for brass. Uh, we move on then to Bark and Handel. That's the concert I'm involved with, with uh, Ingrid, uh, Formerson Nurse. And we'll be singing Handel duets together with the, with the orchestra, with Baroque strings. Um, then there's another uh, concert, Love and War, two Baroque cellos plus, uh, Delicacies from the French Court, the Glorious Spanish and Italian Renaissance, and Organ Notes from Northern Germany, and a, a closing... German Baroque Vespers. One of the interesting things about the festival, though, is that uh, out, of, out of the 12 events, uh, eight or nine will actually be performed at what's called Baroque pitch, which is a semitone lower, a semitone lower than normal modern pitch. Baroque pitch is 415 cycles, and modern pitch is 440. So if you just move down one note on a piano, that's effectively what we're going to do but we could get in a whole big discussion on Baroque pitch because it depends where you were, whether you were in Rome, whether you were in Venice, whether you were in northern Germany, southern Germany. The pitch varied according to where the court was. Well, I suppose dance part of the fun, is, uh, isn't it, uh, Oh, absolutely, that, that, yes. at, at this time, not only will people be in town and, and, and Dunedin residents enjoying uh, the performances, mm-hmm. but it's the downtime between where you can sit and have a cup of, a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and, 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 and talk about these things. Well, I hope we'll that. be having a few of those. Yes, yes. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, expecting um, some people to, to come from outside of Dunedin for the festival. Oh, definitely, yes. Yeah. People are booking from, from Christchurch and, and Nelson and, and people coming from Auckland as well and Wellington, so... I, th- I think and hope that, as last year, people came from Australia. Fantastic. Well, <clears throat> still time, of course, to buy tickets. Tell us uh, how people can get in touch with uh, the festival to uh, reserve their spots. Yes, the best thing to do is to send us an email on nziemf at gmail.com because then we'll send you a ticket booking form which you can then return to us. Or, of course, you can always come to the concerts uh, look up our website, uh, nziemf.weebly.com, and you'll see there, there are 12 tabs, E-tabs, E1 to E12, and you'll see all about each concert. You can come and buy tickets at the door half an hour before the concert starts. Great. N-Z-I-E-M-F. It's, uh, it's easy when you think about it. New Zealand International Early Music Festival. <laughs> That's the way it you works. It. Uh, Sophie, uh, well, look... Uh, uh, all the best for your uh, contribution to the festival. As Thank you look you. further ahead into 2016, got further plans? Uh, so immediate plans are in the next few weeks. Um, I'm also involved in the Fringe Festival, so that's a little bit of a contrast between the two festivals. So that's been exciting preparing for both of those. And on a sort of different facet of life, I'm heading off to Spain in about two weeks to go and compete in a business case competition. So that's sort of the other side of what I've done 
study-wise. And yeah, I'll finish my varsity studies in June. And at that point, I'll be looking at options of where to go from here and try and pursue the singing. Yeah, A trip to Spain. Are you going to take a chance at any performances there you're going to be able well, to see while you're there? Hopefully, yeah, yeah, looking into it, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Um, look, uh, Sophie, thank you for joining us today. Christopher, too. Um, looking Pleasure. forward to this festival. It's an exciting time in Dunedin. You mentioned the Fringe. It's just all complimentary, isn't it? We're all uh, celebrating the wonderful creativity of uh, uh, artists and musicians, uh, and in particular, the Baroque flavour in the 2016 edition of New Zealand International Early Music Festival. Sophie, we're going to go out uh, with uh, um, a more comprehensive taster of your wonderful work. Tell, tell us about this track it's number two of course on your wonderful cd okay so this track is a little bit of a contrast uh it's from the very famous musical by andrew lloyd Webber, evita and this is don't cry for me argentina to 
questions they promised to be the answer was here all the time I love you and hope you love me don't cry for me Argentina This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.